Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, the Social Media Center of Excellence, and the Social Tools Summit, Neil Schaefer. Hey everybody, Neil Schaefer again here at Maximize Your Social. The Social Tools Summit was in late October of this year, but there's still a number of conversations I've had which I've been publishing on a weekly basis in this podcast. And today I want to share with you a conversation that I had with Chad Abbott, the CEO of Absent Live. Absent Live, if you're not familiar, was the provider of our live streaming service. And we talked about an essential component of content marketing that is often forgotten. So I hope you'll tune into this podcast and listen to the interview and start to leverage what you hear. I know that I will. We'll talk to you again soon. And here we go. Here's another edition of Maximize Your Social. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. This is Neil Schaefer, and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. Part of what I like to do here at Maximize Your Social is also have you take part in conversations that I have with many of the corporate social media professionals or social media tools vendors that I meet at my own Social Tool Summit events. Recently, we had one in San Francisco, and I was really happy that for two times in a row, our live streaming provider was Absent Live. Just, you know, the best video streaming, video marketing company that I have met. They're located in New York. Right here on the line, I have Chad Abbott from Absent Live. He's one of the partners in the firm, and he's here today to talk all about video and live stream and marketing. I'm really excited for the conversation. Chad, welcome aboard. Thanks, Neil. It, it's great to have you here. And let's just start live streaming. So live streaming is not new, as you know. I had a client and we, you know, he, he would do these live use streams. And then you had, you know, Google yeah. Plus Hangouts and Google Plus Hangouts on Air come out. And that sort of was the cool thing. Obviously, these days, the cool thing is, you know, Meerkat, Periscope, Blab. In fact, right. At this concert I went to last night, I actually periscoped the first song. And <laughs> I, I guess you probably cool weren't is, the only one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, we the, the technology has gotten to the point now where with Ustream it would have been a lot more complex. With Periscope, it just makes it so much easy. But but then again, when I looked at the playback, it's like, wow, the quality is not really, you know, the frames per is this like five frames per second or you know, yeah, it, right. It didn't look that. So so tell me, Chad, tell us about you know defining sort of what live streaming is and the boom that you see and sort of where, you know where are we today with with the role of live streaming in in marketing for brands? Yeah, well, there's a lot there. Uh, let's you know, sort of start with where it's come from and where it is. So I think you're right. There's uh, kind of this increased um, commonality in live streaming, and you're seeing it in more and more places and with more and more um, brands. And uh, I think that's that's a really good thing because I think video, and especially live video, has the power to captivate an audience online like other forms of media do not. Um, But as you're also mentioning, there's a thousand different ways to do it right now. Some of them are easier than others, and some of them are much more high-quality forms of content than others. And um, So it's a little confusing to a lot of people. There's a lot of different uh, ways to get started. There's a lot of different ways you can head after you've gotten started. And I think the um, brands that are being successful uh, with live video right now 
are the ones who sort of have a strategy in place. Um, it's sort of easy to just kind of uh, throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And in fact, I think that's a good way to start. But then you need to sort of narrow it down and see what's working with your audience, what's not. And as you're mentioning, um, the uh, networks like Periscope and Meerkat, these brands are really low cost option. Um, and, you know, there's really uh, no barriers to entry. You just sort of turn on your phone and do it. <laughs> and uh, and anybody can and can give it a try. And, and that's not a bad place to start. Um, it's just that that doesn't work every time. Um, it works in some cases. It works for sort of really um, personal, behind-the-scenes type content. It doesn't work on a, on a broad scale with like a conference or an event or a product launch or something like that because people, as you mentioned, will be very frustrated with the quality and with the ability to – different angles and you know even the ability to engage is very limited unless you're keeping twitter open right next to it or something like that and so um and so there's just a lot of options out there and so part of what we do is help people figure out where to start where to go and how to how to leverage different platforms for different purposes um and, and to, to the second uh, part of your question um which was uh how it relates to broader marketing strategy i think this is what's key and that is understanding video and live video, especially as a part, an important part of a broader content marketing strategy. So as you're looking at um, brand content marketing strategies, which include um, blog posts, uh, YouTube videos, um, eBooks, white papers, short form content on social, um, this can play a part in a lot of those different areas. And, uh, you know, I'll give you an example of the uh, Social Tools Conference. You know, we'll, we'll um, engage people on a live basis during the conference, which is the, the primary function of live video. But we'll also create lots of different other types of content that go hand-in-hand hand with other parts of your content marketing strategy, videos and blog posts, videos on social segments of them usable as small quotes on Twitter, things like this. And so you're, you're sort of buying into a larger investment that helps your content marketing strategy on, on the whole, if that makes sense. No, it, it totally does. And it's the same thing with when I talk about content marketing and the necessity in order to scale to repurpose content, I show right. this whole this whole sort of you know sequence of events that produces different content that uh, for me begins with my podcast, right. and I, I can see how a video can do the same. So you can either just record a static video, or if you're having an event or you're having a speech or there, there's something you can do that there's value in live streaming it, you can then leverage that same notion of repurposing and really create a lot of bite-sized content and you know and when i say bite-sized obviously i'm talking like vine and instagram right but, but we've become so visual in in social media marketing and the visual shouldn't stop at the static and it's really the dynamic as you were saying video is still this magical medium that people will you know it's the most engaging medium out there so it's probably untapped. I think, you know, the first generation maybe of video marketing was sort of like, let's create YouTube videos. And now we're in this right. second generation. And, uh, you know, I can see how live streaming can be the, um, you know, can, can provide the engine of that. Um, with just an hour event, I can just imagine the uh, the number of 12-second snippets you can create out of that, right? Right. Right. So and, I mean, you, you uh, well, just one more thought on that. You, you know, you also look at just the, just the way that you can – 
um, kind of keep people interested. I mean, the amount of time that people engage with live video is incredible compared to any other form of content on the Internet. You're looking at a few seconds on Facebook typically for reading a post or looking at a photo, if that. Um, you're looking at maybe five to seven seconds for them watching a video on Facebook unless it really captures their attention. But live video, you'll frequently get people to engage for half an hour or more which is just when you've added an incredible long amount of time to make a sales pitch compared to any other form of content that's sitting out there. Hmm. So in this age of, you know, everyone's doing content marketing and everyone's producing lots of content and you're probably one of those companies, how do you differentiate what you do with the others? And, you know, video seems yeah. to be one of the answers, right? Because you do create yeah. that longer-term relationship that you can do than, than with any other medium. I mean, I, and I write like 2,000-word blog posts, but still, uh-huh. you know, it's a six- or seven, eight-minute reading exercise. It's not a one-hour visual exercise. Right, right. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a way to stand out. So, Chad, tell me, you know, you obviously do a lot of different projects, work with a lot of different types of clients. What do you see in the market in terms of, what clients are are trying to do with live stream video? Yeah, well, I think I think what's what's unique about what we do and what what excites me about what we do is helping brands take a kind of a further step and and differentiate themselves even from people who are trying to do live video. So we're um, really good at helping brands figure out how to put together and cohesive strategy for utilizing live video. And usually that means something of much higher production value than they're going to do otherwise. So um, when we are working with a client on a project, one of the things we always emphasize is having really high quality content because often with video, I think um, the assumption is it's enough to just do it because uh, it's so new. And uh, unfortunately, we find that's not true. Just like with bad writing, bad photography, bad film, bad television. People don't like bad content. And um, that's about what you're putting into the um, live uh, broadcast, but it's also about what it looks like. Is it is it beautiful? Does it engage people? And um, that is, is so often overlooked. And I think it's just a product of, um, you know, the medium being so new. And I think people think just sitting at the table is enough. But what you really have to do is, is create content that's exceptional. And so what's really fun for us is to help people do that and to see the results of people engaging at really high levels and people converting and people being willing to hear you out for an extended period of time because you're willing to give them something that is uh, worthwhile, which is good content. So in terms of those businesses that are listening to this podcast trying to figure out where video and live streaming is going to fit in, what right. you're suggesting in essence is look at your content marketing strategy and think about the most valuable type of the information that if you could have an hour conversation with someone, what would that content look like and sort of start from there? Would that be good advice or how would you? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. I mean, I, I don't want, I don't want the assumption for your listeners to be that, you know, live video is only useful if we have a yearly conference, if we're doing big events. And, you know, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. That's a good example of a, of a way to use live video. But um, what you said is, is, is much closer to home, and that's that uh, whatever your content marketing strategy is, even if it's normally podcasting or even if it's normally 1,500-word uh, blog posts, um, you can use video as a part of that strategy and probably um, increase your reach quite a bit. And, and 
you know, perfect example is just taking the person that you're interviewing for your blog post and doing it live. And um, you can still do the blog post. You can still send it out as a podcast if you want to, whatever your normal strategy is. But uh, put it on Periscope for the for the first time and see how your audience engages. And uh, take care when you put it on Periscope to make it beautiful, make it engaging, sit somewhere nice and um, introduce it and and then take people's questions and engage them. Don't make it a static broadcast where it's only going one direction. Let them contribute and maybe ask questions and you'll get better content for your blog post that way. And you'll also get more engagement um, at the, at the moment that you're broadcasting. And hopefully that creates a lot of value both times. And, you know, if you get creative, you can probably repurpose it even a lot further than that. Mm. So this sounds really, I'm assuming that for B2B brands that are already doing content marketing that are blogging, it sounds like an easy way for them to, you know, get, get video into that mix. What about for consumer facing brands? What would your suggestion be for them? Well, consumer facing brands are are in a, in a really unique position actually to leverage video because it's a way to connect with their um, consumers in a way that has really been impossible previously. It was sort of like how, how Twitter changed the way that, um, brands interacted with their consumers. You could do customer service in real time on Twitter. You could thank people for using your product. You could answer people's concerns. Live video lets you do those same things, um, but in a much more personal way. So, uh, for example, we see successful consumer brands engaging their customers by answering their questions, doing live chats where they can submit questions on Twitter and get live answers on video. We see them taking suggestions from their consumers, doing even... um, even like a Google Hangout type chats where even the consumers can get on video and give a testimonial or endorse the product or share their concerns about the product even and be heard. And it's just a way to get buy-in from consumers and to, while you're at it, probably get more attention than you would otherwise from people who are potential consumers. Yeah, you know, one thing that comes to mind as, I was, as you were talking about that was Cadbury and their use of Google Plus Hangouts mm-hmm. to do like chocolate, virtual chocolate tasting around the world, right? Yeah, um, exactly. That, yeah, cool. Chad, we've covered a lot about you know live streaming. Any, you know, I, I know that your company offers a lot of different types of services. Anything that we've missed vis-a-vis video and how it can be leveraged uh, for social media marketing? No, I think the takeaway point is just that it's okay to just jump in and try it and sort of get a sense of what works with your audience. Every audience is different, and just like every other form of content, it has to be tailored to the people that you're targeting. So give it a try. Try these different platforms. There's nothing wrong with starting with some of the free ones and just seeing what works. Some of the free ones are actually some of the most social ones. And then as you have different uses, you'll adapt. As you do conferences, you'll do more professionally produced stuff. As you uh, do Twitter chats, you'll do stuff that's more engaging. You'll find lots of different uses. And, and uh, you know, there's really not a downside to just, just giving it a go. Yeah, so I guess the takeaway here, for those of you that read Maximize Your Social and, and that notion of experimentation is that, you know, video might be the, the flavor of your experimentation in December or in January or in February or whatever month. And starting with a Periscope, or a Vine or an Instagram video and, and just seeing where that goes and trying to figure out where video would sort of fit in that content marketing strategy. Once again, if you could have 
a long conversation with your target user, what would that look like? And I think just like anything else, once you start to think of it, just similar to repurposing content, once you start to think of it, you'll probably think of a lot of ways of using video. And whether it be, you know, the hot things we talked about at Social Tools Summit, employee advocacy, whether it be influencer marketing, whether it be a campaign or engagement marketing, almost everything you do, there is probably a way of fitting video in. And it's just a new way of thinking about it. But, you know, once you you begin to get a sense as to the value of having it, and the value is, is you know, among a lot of different fronts, it could be from the, engage, the additional engagement you get, the deeper relationship you make. There's also SEO benefits, obviously, if you upload these things to YouTube. So a lot of different benefits. And I guess, you know, if you haven't been doing anything, if you have been doing stuff, that's great. I'd love you to comment on this podcast and share your experience with us. But if you haven't, now's the time to really give it a try and, you know, see what happens. And from that, you know, it reminds me, Chad, almost of, you know, we employee advocacy is this concept that permeated the conversations mm. of Social Tools Summit. And everyone was right. saying, well, you know, your program is going to become radically different than what you imagined. It takes a life of its own after you do it. I'm wondering if maybe video marketing is the same, right? Yeah, that's right, because you sort of let the consumer lead the conversation and see where it goes. That's sort of the point. So oftentimes it'll end up in a very different place than where it started, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and that's a that's a, a, a beautiful and valuable journey to take for anyone. So, Chad, uh, tell us how people can find out more about uh, yourself and your company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're interested in talking more about live video and how it can work for you, um, you can reach right me uh, personally, you can just shoot me an email, chat at absin, that's A-B-B-S-O-N.com, or find us on uh, Twitter at uh, Absin Live. Easy enough. And that's A-B-B-S-O-N-L-I-V-E, correct? You got it. Yeah, yep. yeah it's always two Bs. That's what you need to remember. <laughs> All right. Well, Chad, thank you very much for being here on Maximize Your Social Podcast. I hope that all you listening will engage with Chad. Uh, If you have any comments or questions, shoot it out to him or you can comment on this post. We'll be back again soon. And as always, as I like to end these podcasts, wherever you are in the world, make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate all of your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence, at socialmediacoe.com, as well as Neil's social media conference, the Social Tools Summit.